everybody. How you doing? It's Dante Wood Spice again. This is actually my final interview that I'm going to be doing for the Art Tells a Story series. And I have a very special guest with me, Gabriel Solange. Could you just say, hey, introduce yourself real quick to everybody? Hey there. Thank you so much for having me, Dante. No I didn't even know what it was, but whenever you call, I usually know it's something great. So, <laughs> well, I got you know the whole purpose of this is to highlight the local artists in Columbus and make sure that yeah. we art, give them a chance to tell their stories. And um, you know, with this being the final one, I think it's going to be very interesting because I, I I know that you have a lot of information that people tend to talk about, and you have experiences that I think could help those that are traveling down the same path as you and you can let them know what they need to pay attention to and what could come about in their lives once they get to that point how things mm -hmm. can shift how they can get back on track that's why i'm very glad that you're willing to spend time with us today and share your story um Dan, thank you for having me oh no problem no problem so we're gonna do something just a little bit different today hold on okay with just something a little bit <laughs> usually we start off with a conversation but what we're going to do is start off with Gabrielle showcase some of her skills so <laughs> due to the pandemic she created a song about the coronavirus and how some of us were experiencing all of these different things this job loss um, our mental health all of these things happening back to back to back and she found a way to express herself through music so yeah. we're going to talk about that a little bit, but first, could you sing the chorus of that and just give us a preview of how you created that? Um, you want the first or second chorus? Because they're different. Um, <laughs> you can give us both. All right. Um, so silly. I haven't sung this in a while, so I have to read the lyrics. That's cool. I'm so sick of this corona. Got the whole world in a quarantine. I can't be with you right now, be with you right now. But I'm thinking of you right now, thinking of you right now. I'm so sick of this corona. I'm so over this COVID-19. Gotta turn this thing around, turn this thing around. Pray that a cure can be found, a cure will be found. And then the second chorus is kind of after I blurt out all my mental health stuff and start getting angry and I come back around and it's like um I'm so sick of this corona scrolling past all of these stupid memes things are closed all over town it's all shutting down but I'm not gonna freak out no I won't freak out I'm so sick of this corona trying to stop all of my hopes and dreams it keeps trying to bring me down, trying to bring me down. But I know it will work out. It'll all work out. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. Once again, they said we all went through that together. Um, we're still going through it. We're still going through it. And it's good uh, for people to find a way to express themselves in the middle of that. So my yeah. first question to you is, what was your process of creating that song and what made this song so special to you? Well, my process was um, snapping. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it. Um, the coolest thing that came out of it though was I had a lot of work lined up. Um, I had just, my TED talk had just released and all these things were opening up for me. I was really excited 
um, shows, you know, flying out of state, all expensive paid, like the kind of stuff that an arty, the art that an indie artist dreams of, you know, and all of a sudden, like one by one, I watched them cancel. And I felt really lost. But in an attempt to keep my head above water and believe that just like just hold on to my faith, because I really felt like I really just felt God just helping me and all my past experiences, seeing how there's this ability to just like see the good and work out everything for good. Right. And um, that song was my attempt to just speak to myself and like trying to make light of the situation. And, and um, before I knew it, I was, you know, it, it, it got more serious than I expected. Um, but I hadn't created anything for myself in three years. I had not created a single original song. I hadn't finished a beat. I had all these unfinished things, nothing recorded. And I realized in the process of making it that there was this restoration and this relief of not needing it to be enough for someone else. Mm. Uh, it wasn't a job. It wasn't a commission. I, I didn't like, the, you know, as an artist, I, I, I had been planning, like, I'll do this when I have this, when I have a better mic, when I have more audience, when I have this. Right. And I finally just felt out of desperation this like breaking and this release of this is what I feel. And it's, it's still worth making just for me. I don't have to know where it's going to go. I don't have to, it doesn't have to be enough for anyone but me. And it just so happened that people really loved it. Wow. Wow. That's, that's interesting because um, it goes to show how when it comes to artistry, you can have a battle with yourself with creating the things you want to create and creating what may give you attention or what other people may want. Sometimes it's how you make a living and it's like, okay, well, yeah. I'm going to create for everything that's happening over here, but the yeah. things I want to do, the things that I'm feeling, the stuff I want to say, I don't always have that opportunity. So I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad that you were able to take that moment because during a moment where there's a lot of silence and you don't have opportunities people can shut down so I'm glad that you found a way to become more creative um that's very good that you said that because that helps me to really dive into this next question I'm going to ask you so when it comes to people that sing one of their biggest dreams is making it into the music business you made it into the music business when you were a teenager. Yeah. So my question to you is, how did that happen? And what were some of the things that you've seen when you were in the music business? That's a very, uh, that could go any direction. Um, honestly, it's a, it's, a <laughs> it's a strange question. Jackie Calderon, you know her. Mm -hmm. um, she's a big part of it. I was doing music at her inner city program. And honestly, I mean, it's kind of a strange, it's a strange series of events that led to um, me being in a group of people. Um, and we created something that got recognition that got passed on all the way to the manager of Lauren Hill and Black Eyed Peas and all these other people. Mm -hmm. And um, I, we just went with it. Mm -hmm. I didn't have, a, I had a desire um, to be influential I told my counselor at the time, because I had been in the children's service system and I had been assigned a counselor and I told her like, my dreams are impossible. She's like, what are they? And I was like, I want to be famous and then come back and help <laughs> girls like you do. And she was like, Gabby, that's not impossible. 
and right. it stuck in my head. So I don't know if it's like one thing happened. I think it was something that shifted in me, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I think not to, I don't mean to sound all cosmic, but mm -hmm. I really feel like my as a child who was in a dark situation, who was running to the inner city program just to like feel safe and then going back into a dark situation. My prayer turned from dear God, please kill me. Please. I don't want to be here to dear God. Can I be a singer? I know it's not possible, but I feel like everything would make sense if I could be a singer. And I think that shift in me somehow just like chain reaction. It, I feel like it would have happened no matter what. It's a very strange feeling when, when your dreams are overtaking you. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's, that's deep. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's a weird question to answer. Cause it's like, I don't think there's like a logical explanation for what happened. I, I, and I, there's really no right answer, but once again, you know, that experience that you had is something that so many people strive for. Yeah. Um, so my follow-up question to that is after having that experience, how did it impact your process of creating music? Did you feel like, you know what, I have to get back into the, the music business and, you know, be right. on stages? Or are you doing more <laughs> of an independent thing where you're like, you know what, I know what it takes. I know I have the skill. I know I have the talent. I'm going to do things at my own pace and make things work like that. How do you, how are you processing beyond that experience now? Well, I feel like you know the answer to that, like somehow already. That's the way you worded the question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're so sneaky, Dante, <laughs> with your little hip hop anthropologist ways. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know the truth. Um, I would say the industry kind of ate me alive a little bit. I was a teenager. I didn't have parents. No one was looking out for the important things. Um, I think my body image is, uh, issues started when I was just a teen. I think, man, I, I don't want to talk about it. I think I'll cry, honestly. I think I'll start crying because I'm, uh, don't do it. Stop it. Don't ask me <laughs> deep questions. It's just, I'm still overcoming so many things, you know, not just from that, that incident, that part of my life, but everything that led up to that. I think just as an artist, we're always using our art as this tool to heal. Um, and when that tool that's meant to help us heal and connect with others becomes something that um, is contaminated or, oh no, do it this way. Mm. It's like, well, oh, okay. Right. And I think the moment when I was home, the, when I realized that the thing that used to set me free now made me feel trapped, that was scary. Um, and it took me over a decade to, to have the courage to put myself out there, comparing myself to what I did. Like, it would never compare. How can I, with no label, no backup plan, no parents, no resources, I don't even know where to start. And I felt compared by people around me. Like, oh, what are you doing? And I was called a lot of mean things that I don't want to get into. Mm -hmm. And I knew that every step I took, it had to be for me. Mm -hmm. um, and what really helped me a lot was um, I started teaching vocal lessons. And I think you might, you might've seen Isla. She's one of the students that I've had for a long time since she was nine years old. Um, she's done some of the open mics with Jackie and, mm -hmm. but she is a big inspiration. And so are a lot of my other students, but just like helping them through all the nervousness and this and the, the pain and the, that, that deep down part of them that feels like they've been silenced. Mm -hmm. um, what, being part of their process, it made me have this like 
need to save them from pain, need to save them from that lack of identity. And I realized that I wanted to become whole because of them. Um, I, and I wanted to be an example. I wanted to prove that, that it could be done, that you can, you can do what you love and have identity at the same time. You can, and I, I realized that I kept getting more and more inspired by them who were like, well, what are you doing with your life and your dreams? And I was like, huh? oh yeah, I'm totally going after it still, you know? <laughs> and right. it really challenged me to find myself. Um, right. Yeah, and so I guess I wanted to find myself and I wanted to take back my heart. And I wanted to prove that there was no like, body size or age limit or genre that made me eligible to be influential. And that was all the lies that I had to break off. And I'm still, I'm still wanting to do that. Every time I step on stage and open my mouth to tell my story authentically, I'm still overcoming. It is for me. It is for me. And when you get free because of it, that's a bonus. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, that's a, that's a lot. Um, and you know, that goes to show, sometimes the the way you see things and, and it, it looks it, it can be a dream and it can still be a dream but once you get there there's no telling who's been waiting for yeah. you and what their plan is for you yeah it may not always be how you envision it and i think it's important for people to know that you shouldn't sacrifice your dreams just to be in an environment or a space where you don't feel comfortable or right. you feel like you compromise and that's that's not good because now everything that you work for is being put on a line and not being appreciated in a way that you want it to be appreciated. You can't express yourself the way you want to express yourself. So that's a very valuable lesson for people to learn. I'm glad that you were able to have that experience and turn it into what you've turned it into right now. Yeah. Um, so we're going Thanks to- Thanks for asking. Oh, no problem. Thank you for answering. That's that's very important. So what we're going to do is shift real quick because we always have a weekly trivia question. Um, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and last week, um, our guest, Francesca, her, her mother actually won. And the question was, who was the most, uh, who is, what's the name, what's the first name of the artist in Columbus? who's nationally known, whose last name was Robinson. Obviously, it's Amina. Her mother ended up winning, so, you know, <laughs> we have our winner. So, we got another trivia question, and Gabriel is going to be asking. So, do you got the trivia question? What's the phone number that people need to call? For or me. do they need to, like, write no. it in, or how does they, that work? They live. They watch it. Oh, so they just say <laughs> it. They just type it in. That's I it. thought it was, like, a radio. No, they... No, they <laughs> I'm so corny. Oh, uh, you good. <laughs> nah, you just ask a question, they type it in. Okay, cool. Because my question is super easy, y'all. But if whoever types it first, you get a gift card. So who is the longest running mayor and the pre the most recent previous mayor and the first black mayor of Columbus or Ohio? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if she just asked the question is, who was the longest running mayor and the previous mayor of Columbus, Ohio, and the first black mayor of Columbus, Ohio? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, uh, tech team, did anybody answer the question yet? Nobody answered the question yet. We're going to give, give y'all a little bit more time because it <laughs> it's, it's not that hard. Y'all live in Columbus now. I know. Don't. I mean, I see live you guys Columbus. watching. Right, y'all live in Columbus, so I know y'all know the answer to this. Yeah, yeah, don't act like y'all don't know. 
So we're gonna give y'all a little bit more time just to think about it and figure it out if you don't know. Maybe maybe your hands just cramping and you can't type it in right away. That's <laughs> you know, we ain't discriminating against nobody. Take your time, but I know you got that answer. Oh, someone, someone, Michael Reese answered. (laughs) 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 That's Michael, you're not, you can't answer. (laughs) So, uh, did, did Michael win? I don't know. Michael, can I have your prize? Oh, it looks like, it looks like Michael. Answer the question, and the the answer to the question is uh, Mayor Michael Coleman. So yeah. thank you very much for answering that question. Um, I say if y'all probably didn't know, that's okay. Now you know. So let's jump back into this interview. Um, so we just got finished talking about how you went through that process being in the music industry, and now you're doing things on your own. You took that lesson and turned it into something. So yeah. beyond that point, how has your voice helped you elevate throughout your life and, and just yourself? You were just kind of expressing how you want to use your voice and take it to different places and help people. Yeah. How are you using your voice for yourself? Man, oh my gosh. Oh, first of all, I just saw someone else put the answer and they won. So I just wanted <laughs> to say that. Um, <laughs> dude, it's been it's been amazing because, oh man, I don't know how to express how blown away I am to be in this time right now and to be a black woman. Mm -hmm. I told my story. I wrote my story about just the, the, the journey of falling in love with yourself before you figure out that racism, racism, sorry, racism exists. And then suddenly the shock of it, and then having to climb your way back to identity after that. And that has been something that I felt was like, I felt very alone in. I, I have struggled um, from the experiences I've, I've had with self-worth. And when I finally came into my own like self-love, there was still bitterness that prevented me from conveying a message that would truly heal other people. Right. And which meant I wasn't truly healed. Um, and by the time I was able to create the story, which I now call Dream, in honor of Martin Luther King's dream. I actually wrote it with another person who has their own part to it. So there's an extended version. Mm-hmm. His name is Jeff Green, really awesome musician and speaker. And um, going around, even just, I've been doing it by myself a lot because he's very busy in school. Um, and just standing alone, telling my story in crowds full of people that don't look like me mm-hmm. has blown me away. It was so scary. And suddenly I got a little more power every single time. And before I knew it, I just, I don't know, like it's just something about knowing that the very thing that tried to destroy you is now becoming your platform, is now opening you the doors. It's, it's blowing my mind. And to know that, to have people who don't look like me, who I would have identified as the, someone who doesn't, who hates me, that my anxious body would have seized up in their presence before to, 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 immediately just invite them in with tears in their eyes as they thank me for telling a story that no one wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. You know, that to me is the power of, you know, using your voice. Wow. I don't want you to stop talking. (laughs) You are going in. Wow. (laughs) Sorry. Don't ask me questions because you, that's just how I am. (laughs) No, that's, that's good. That's, that's, that's very good. 
so, you know, you say you're using your voice and you're helping other people and you're using it for yourself now. Yeah. Um, what would you say is your long-term goal when it comes to you using your voice and uh, when it comes to healing and like you said, your project dream? Yeah. What, what do you hope happens with that? I hope that people will watch my TED talk and share it and that it blows up. Who doesn't want that? I mean, you're a TED speaker too, right? And like, who doesn't want that? Um, But I also, honestly, like I've, I've found more courage. I wrote a blog and that it was like, I wrote a controversial blog called I hated Juneteenth. And that kind of got an amazing response from other influencers and even people outside of the United States. I guess it's just, the more I use my voice, the more I find that I have something to say. And the more I respect myself, the more I respect myself, the more I want to take care of myself. Mm. And that heals me from all of the things that I have experienced where I didn't feel cared for. I've learned to be my own fight for myself. And, you know, and I think I I actually realized that literally today as I was reflecting. Mm. And I thought I when I didn't want to live, when I didn't want to go on or have a dream, I used others. I used my students. I used my family. I fought for them because I didn't even see my own self-worth. But now I'm getting to the point where I will fight for myself. And I think like, if I don't know how long I have, to be honest, I don't have an an illusion that I deserve to live longer than anyone else there. You know, we don't know how long we have. And that can be scary, but it can also be inspiring because I feel like I just want to be on the way to, to becoming who I am. And so my long-term goal, if I get a long life on earth, then I feel like I want to raise up more people to walk in identity and be authentic in themselves and just be free. Um, I want to help people connect to who they really are. And I want to be influential and I want to do what I love. You know, right now I'm working at a school called Heartland and we're helping kids I'm helping kids who have been addicted to substance abuse. And I stayed later today on my own time, just listening and sharing. And it was beautiful. And I was like, man, I have a cool job. Yeah. Wow. How did I get here? Like, thank you, God. And I, I want more of that. I want to do that more. I want more resources so that I don't believe in being a broke, starving artist. I think I want to flourish. I want to have more than enough. I want to be able to do amazing things, go on trips overseas without having to raise money and be stressed. I want to just create freely and provide for myself and others. I want to be the giver and not the borrower. I think that those are my long-term goals. Got you. Well, it sounds like you about to manifest all of that. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like all of that is about to happen. So, <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> I, I did. I did. So y'all, like I said, this show is about artists having the opportunity to share what it is they do and for people to get familiar with them and to also support them beyond just hearing the conversation. So if someone's listening to this right now, make sure that you reach out to her. So could you just quickly, cause you share, what are ways people can get in contact with you? Yeah, definitely. If you go to my website, it's www.gabriellesolange.com mm-hmm. and please subscribe to my channel. Actually, I just won this like really cool contest. Kelly Clarkson picked me to as her, I did a cover of her song and that's cool. And I'm trying to, the more, the more you guys subscribe, the more I create, the more I'm inspired to keep creating. So it really motivates me when you guys subscribe. So go to my YouTube channel, Gabrielle Solange, and just hit me up anytime. Come to my show. That's what I want. August 21st, Natalie's Full Fired Pizza. Give me an audience. I would love to perform for you. Okay, cool, cool. Well, we're about to start wrapping up, but before we do, um, we're going to head out 
with Gabrielle doing a freestyle song for us. Oh yeah, I forgot I said that. You did, (laughs) but you're going to do it because because once again, her job is teaching children (laughs) that she works with that she gives lessons to not think so deeply about what it is they're seeing. Just give yourself create. Just give yourself a chance to dig into your process and find out what works for you. So what we're going to do is we're going to flip that on her. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to put my speaker in. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Get your stuff together. We're going to do this big. But, um, you know, it's so easy to, to whatever our skill set is, we usually put that on other people and like, you know, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. But when it comes to us, sometimes we're like, hold on, wait a second. I don't, not yet. Not right now. So, <laughs> so yeah, we 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 gonna really uh, we gonna go out in some fashion and while she's getting ready. You know, I just want to say thank you everybody that's been tuning in to the show for the past two weeks. Um, all right, I'm still here. Okay, yeah, and thank y'all for tuning in to all the shows that y'all been tuning in so far, and thank you very much for um, all of the support <laughs> of the artists and continue to watch the show. So, you ready? Yeah, let me, I'm just gonna find a random lo-fi beat or something. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. All right. So the topic that I would like for you to sing about is just something inspirational. The first one. No, is- no, you gotta give me a real topic. That's not a challenge. That's too vague. Okay. Pick all a, right. Pick a pick a real topic. Pick a real like topic. A word. You can make make me pick the word you say. How do you know I'm making it up? You know, you gotta give me something hard. Oh, just give me a word. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, give me a topic, a word. Um, here's your beat. Um, empathy, empathy. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. All right, empathy. Here we go. Can you hear the? Can you hear the beat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel what you feel, and we hear you together so when i feel what you feel then we heal together okay that's a good chorus hey thanks for that i like that <laughs> i like that yo <laughs> yo jay you made that up on the spot yeah yeah <laughs> Dang, yo, that was good. I felt, I was like, dang, I felt that in my heart. I like this beat too. I felt that in my heart. This is just a random YouTube beat. No, but yo, yo, Gabriel, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Sharing your, thank you. Sharing, us, sharing your voice with us. I appreciate that. Uh, any last words you want to say before we get off? I think just thank you guys so much um, and keep creating, but stay creative. And I, I, I second that. Keep creating, stay creative. Don't give up on yourself. Recognize yeah. that you do have a gift, and it works for you. It's only yeah. your time, and you have to yeah. believe in that. And as you continue to do that, it's going to work for you, and you're going to get everything that you want, everything that you desire. You're going to cross paths with the right people. You just have yeah. to do to yourself. Yeah. So, with that being said, it's it. We signing off. Thank you for tuning in with Dante Woods Spikes. Watch the show next week. This is Art Tell Story. Let it tell yours. Signing off. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> we uh we done, Nikki. Mm-hmm.